Welcome to Urbane Legends, the podcast about urban legends and how to act in a courteous and refined manner, but much less about that. Here's your hosts, Neil and Chris. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Urbane Legends. I hope you all had a lovely week full of joy and whimsy. I am, of course, 85-year-old cabinet maker Chris Flynn. And with me, as always, is Michael Portillo, spin doctor, Mr. Neil Herbert. How's it going, Neil? It's been quite quiet recently. There's not a lot of spinning needed for Mr. Portillo these days. He's no, he just goes on trains, boring. doesn't he? About trains, yeah. I'd say boring. They're quite interesting, to be fair. He likes going on trains dressed as Rupert the Bear, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so how- out of trouble occasionally, you know. But- Why is that? Just oh, by- gets attacked yeah. by goblins, that kind of thing, like Rupert the Bear? Did you used to read Rupert the Bear when you were a youngster? Did you read any of his books? Well, I did, actually. I remember um, like Winnie the Pooh and stuff. Hmm. But I don't know, Rupert the Bear, I don't know. I think even when I was a kid, I found him a bit twee and irritating. Oh, I've, I've read them. I quite liked them, I think, when I was a kid. But I can't. I couldn't tell you any of the storylines um, because I haven't read them since I was a kid, basically. Mm. Um, like Same as Noddy. I quite liked those books when I was a kid. When I was a kid yeah. Is that Enid Blyton? Enid Blyton, yeah. One of her less racist books, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, you know, but don't really know. We've, we've talked about Enid Blyton's checkered past, haven't we, in previous well, episodes? So Maybe some of the... Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's probably overplayed, to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't think, yeah. You could you could probably take most of the story... Can't say anything these days, can you, Now I can't, can you? Council culture. It's a yeah. Uh, you could probably, yeah. you could probably just talk about removing like the sentence here and there. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah, you them and they'd be fine, I suspect. I don't know whether not gone back. Don't know whether it was on purpose. I mean, I didn't read anything like the famous five because I found that kind of shit boring because it was just kids running around being kids, right? I liked the magical stuff like Magic Faraway Tree and Noddy and stuff like that. The famous five was the one that that was that was my jam when I was a kid because they're solving mysteries and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, but they're kids. Boring. Yeah. I need a man made out of pots and pans. Thanks very much. Well, they just get. Otherwise, I'm not going. Otherwise, mother, I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> um. So, uh, and how? So, how did you get into the spin doctoring game? Presumably, you did politics at Oxford's, and then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete, your parents, Pete, your parents Pete, funded you while you did um, an unpaid internship. Um, just generally, you know, a natural talent and uh, inclination for lying and profiteering. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Send you in that direction. Well, that's good. Uh, and uh, have you been since Portillo's gone out of politics? I mean, obviously, he still needs a bit of spin. Do you know what I mean? What he gets up to in the shadows. I mean, I've got my eye on, you know, some people, and I think wrongly. I think wrongly, and I think, you know, it says more about them than it does about the people they're talking about. But um, mm. Newcastle, one of our finest football clubs, Chris, has been taken yeah. recently. And some of the vitriol I've seen... Oh, disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, it, towards the Saudi royal family, you know, who, who, who just to be clear, uh, are in no way affiliated with the deal. No, in nothing to do with it. Saudi investment fund. People say, yeah, Saudi investment completely different, completely divested. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I've been depressed about some of the comments that I've seen. So, you know, 
Hey, if anyone, Newcastle Football Club wants wants a spin doctor to uh, help yeah. turn this in story into a into a win. Well, I like the fact that um, in a blower. I like the fact that the new the, the the sort of what they say on one hand, the Newcastle fan is, oh, we're a bit torn, like because of, you know human rights records, and then they're all going to the matches dressed in like Saudi headgear and stuff, which they were initially told not to do, and then. The club went, ah, fuck it, just do it. And they're all going with like, um, what would you call them? Head headdresses. Oh, yeah. I looked this up the other day and I've completely forgotten. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just guess because I'm just gonna get it wrong, but I do know what you mean. Um, it's like traditional sort of Saudi hats, a square handkerchief with the sort of bands over the top. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd literally looked up what they were called the other day, and but yeah, now the fans are all wearing that because they're so, they're so torn. I mean, to an extent, it's kind of like, yeah, I can see why they're excited because it might be a bit. But I mean, the thing is, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like, oh, football's all about money now. Or, I mean, that's it is, yeah. but it always has been. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could argue going back to when it first became professional, people started saying <laughs> things like that. But yeah, I mean, it. it I think it's uh, you know, hey, late stage capitalism. It's not just football. It's an easy one to point fingers at, but. Uh, I mean, one thing you can complain about is the mendacity and, and complete lack of moral and ethics of the Premier League and the uh, the people that run it. But there you go. There you go. So, um, would you like uh, this week's um, Saudi Arabian etiquette, Neil, to to help you in your pursuit of a job at Newcastle United football yeah, I don't team? Want any howlers? Absolutely. So, um, first of all. Look out for the family sections of cafes and restaurants. If you're a male who is alone, as you are, don't go in, Neil. Do not go in. Yeah. They think you've got some nefarious intentions. Yeah. Not not without merit. Never be too careful, can you? Uh, only shake a Muslim female's hand if offered by her. Otherwise, a simple hello or hold your hand over your heart. It's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, good. Try that one out. Um... Use that one elsewhere. So, did not have any water or food visible in public during Ramadan, even in your car, or you risk fines if you're in Saudi Arabia. That's quite quite a big one, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, Can't, I mean, you would think you'd probably want some water in your car. I know, but I thought in Ramadan you couldn't eat between sunrise and sunset, no, you but you could. Ha- but you could have water. No, you can't eat or drink. Um, but I know, that, unless I know was. If I know sick. Muslims who do. Well, so, I don't. But they're I'm, from Bangladesh, so maybe it's stiff. Maybe it's not quite. It might be variations. Let's face it; it's not. It's not consistent as with all religions, is it? But um, or, or but as far as I know, I believe it's both food and drink. Um, is what I've heard. But again, you know, I'm not an expert on them. Um, on, on and finally, which is a bit of a kick in the teeth for left-handers. Only use your right hand for shaking hands or for handling anything. It's considered rude to use your left hand in Islam. Don't know why. Well, this might be just like somebody making things up, but I believe there's something about, um, like, you use one hand for washing and... Yeah. And obviously you'd be, you know, they'd be thoroughly clean and what have you, but just generally it's considered, you know, rude to, yeah, everyone knows you use one hand for... So yeah, separate function. Observe separate functions of the hands. Yeah, lovely. So there you go. Hopefully that will um, that will help you. What's in your uh, when you fly over to Jeddah to try and try and weasel your way in 
with the Saudi investment fund. I expect the MP can get me an opening, so we're uh, looking forward to it. Oh, there you go. You and Portillo could go on a little tr- a little trade jaunt. He could he could uh, do a TV show about the railways of South of the Arabian Peninsula. That they're building for the very TV show that he's doing them around. <laughs> Portillo in Arabia. What a fascinatingly postmodern concept that would be. <laughs> Lovely. So Neil, um, what are we looking at this week? So we are getting into legend, and it's it's through a, a few different countries in Africa. So depending on where you want to go, originally started in Nigeria as uh, yeah. Madame Koi Koi, but also known, and this is one I like, in South Africa where it's um, sort of gone down as a story, the Pinky Pinky. <laughs> but um, the thing is as well, Nigeria and South Africa are quite fast, far apart, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> well, it's gone all the way down south, right to South Africa. It's spread, so it's a... So it's sort of north, of north-west Africa all the way to the southern tip of the continent. Yeah, it's gone down through. It went uh, Nigeria through Guyana and then went through a, a whole load of other countries and then all the way down wow. to South Africa where it's evolved somewhat. But we'll, we'll sort of get into that. So, you know. That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's big. You, you think this has got some legs. It's got to be a good one, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> let's hope so. Yeah. I like pinky pinkies. <laughs> we just wipe the flots swept away. <laughs> right. So, it starts in Nigeria. Yeah. Um, so, the legend is... She was a teacher in a secondary school, known for beauty and for re- wearing red high heels. So oh, my kind of lady. Okay. My, my kind of lady and Krista Burr's kind of lady, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever she walked in the hallways, her shoes would make the sound koi koi, apparently. I'm assuming that's anatopoeic <laughs> and not they would, like, speak or something, or, like, haunted high heels. It could be the click click, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, it's it's a bit like I don't know if you remember, but when you were like koi 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 koi, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, did you? Because honestly, it's like funny in different languages. Because I don't know if you sort of like the whole yeah. thing with in different languages the noises or how you represent the noises animal makes. Oh, he goes whoa whoa, rather than woof woof. Exactly. In, yeah. In the Hergé's books, yeah, which I read a lot of when I was a kid. It's that kind of thing where you'd say, "Well, all cats go." You know, some some other thing. Woof, like, woof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smoking gulba. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, it, yeah. it was interesting to see how different languages are, um, convey these things. Cause, uh, Although it is funny that in China... Click, but that's equally inaccurate, I suspect. But in, in China, Mao, like Chairman Mao, is yeah. cat, isn't it? Mao is cat. Because oh, really? it's, oh. Yeah. So his name was Chairman Cat. Which <laughs> take, takes the edge off the 15 million people starved. <laughs> yeah, I have a great leap forward without breaking a few eggs, Chris. Um, oh, German cat's at it again. It's like um, the Shaggy DA or something like that. <laughs> the Disney film where a private eye, or no, a district attorney turns into a dog. That was during the golden age of Disney films where you had... Like the cat from outer space, that's a good one. Or that Digby, dog. the world's biggest dog. So, Kurt um, Russell was probably in all of them. Turning in cat form. What's that? I imagine he wasn't a very effective district attorney in cat form. Dog form. Oh, dog form. Oh, well, either. Um, although, having said that, you look at some of them and you think probably turning him into a dog would be an improvement. 
Oh, now oh, district attorney satire there, Chris. Oh, moving swiftly on. Going to be getting going to be getting a few few uh, few complaints, maybe summonses. Iron box. Tell you what, summonses from the district attorneys. We don't have them in the UK, do we? So they don't have jurisdiction over us. They don't have jurisdiction over us. So they can fuck off. (laughs) Unlike that crazy woman who was going on about invading Australia to free them from COVID restrictions or whatever shite she was coming in. What? Who was that? Candice Owens, I believe this lady's name. I've never fucking heard of her. I think she's an American DA or something. No, it's an American talk show host, but she went on a rant about. I looked this up, it's hilarious. But it was basically, obviously, anti-vax, anti-masking, and all the rest of it. And fair enough. And basically, I was just talking about. I think she's got family in Australia or something. And just talking about the inhumane way all of the Aussies are treated and the totalitarian state that's being set up there. Um, and, and when are we going to invade? Oh, of course we won't. Cause I don't believe in freedom in America anymore, do we? Thanks, Uncle Biden. Right, actually, Uncle Mao. <laughs> Uncle Cat. Yeah. The time was. Time was, Chris. America would have quite happily gone in on an ill-advised war to free Australia from itself. Hopefully, yeah. while losing it and profiteering through some war criminals. But well, I mean, the, America has a hundred percent and a hundred percent success track records when it comes to the CIA meddling in other countries' affairs, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Deposing people because they want cheaper bananas, that kind of thing. Only reason we're not <laughs> killing, killing, killing thousands of people because they want two cents off the banana costs, that kind of thing. You know, it's all reasonable stuff. Look, people, people have got to have their banana pie on a Sunday. Banana splits. Hey, I'm not paying two cents more for a banana split. Let's get rid of the whoever, the Contra or whatever. I don't know. No, they were the ones I funded. Who knows? But wasn't that the basis of that? Um, was it hundred years of solitude or whatever? I, mean, I seem to remember it being part of that. The banana—I don't know what the banana was, but whatever it's called—it was an industrial action. Well, it's where Banana Republic comes from, isn't it? <laughs> which are which you know? I'd say that we're very close to becoming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, right. Enough of that. Um, so she's beautiful when she wears red high heels. Asshole, Sounds gorgeous. Yeah. So you, you like, sounds like she sounds like Sharon Stone or something like that. Oh. <laughs> um, but she's very nasty to the students. Wow! Pick them up for no reason. <laughs> so this is like the fifth again. Reason. Sounds like that Sharon Stone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so she was fired when she slapped a female student and injured her ear. Oh. And on her journey back home, she was involved in an accident and died. But before she died, she swore she'd have her revenge on the school and its students. Mm. Vengeful ghost again, Chris. She doesn't sound like a nice person, even though she is sexy. So isn't no. that oft, isn't that often the case? Well, I don't know, but um, you but, know, but, you know, people who kind of can get away with stuff because they're good looking sometimes can uh, act horribly. Yeah, well, people can act horribly of all sorts. Like of Mussolini, it. you know, he was very he good. Was he was a, he was an underwear model before he became I mean, the. You wouldn't the, say that, would you? What, to Mussolini? No way. That chin, get right in your gooch. <laughs> oh, just get out of my taint. <laughs> that, that chin would hit the male G-spot. Lovely. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, but, uh, you know, he was an arsehole, wasn't he? 
But again, yeah. I, I'm attracted to bad boys, as you know. Yes, <laughs> so. you do like bad boys. And you yeah. know, he made the trains run on time, allegedly. Wouldn't, wouldn't say no to the men. Big guy, ex-boxer, lovely. <laughs> you know, we also, could... Walk... also enjoyed wearing red high heels, I believe. He did, he did. He would wear them, he would wear them into the prison when he was going to force people fight to the death. <laughs> Where, click, click, click. Put them off, just to see if anyone would like take the piss or look at him funny, and then he could uh, get them Yeah, he had, really, he, um, he had a really tight mini scale on. He dressed very much like um, that woman from Birds of a Feather who lived next door. Is it Doreen or something? Doreen, yeah, something like that. Or the local bike. Yeah, he, yeah, he wore... He wore, like, it, it wasn't actually cheetah pattern top. It was actually cheetah skin top, tight yeah. leather skirt, red high heels, fuzzy wig. So for, for absolutely everyone who doesn't understand what we're referencing, Birds of a Feather was an 80s sitcom where uh, there were two cockney ladies who lived next door to a, uh, a posher elderly lady who used to dress up in uh, very tight clothing and constantly going after men. It's a kind of comedic premise that we enjoyed in the 80s in the UK. Well, they've got that kind of thing in America. Like, yeah, I don't, I can't. yeah, I guess it's, um, it'd be like Peg Bundy's wife or something, I suppose, in Married with Children. It'd be like, uh, so you call her, you call her a cougar, I guess. Yes. You call her a cougar. That would be the modern, modern term on the, on the pram. Mm. Anyway, talking to cougars. So. <laughs> yes. Hello. Boy, boy. <laughs> uh, so there she's. She's getting run down, so I don't know. I don't know when it is she's swearing revenge. Whether as as the, as the you know, that's a paramedic or something. Or so, she goes over the roof. Or maybe, maybe, yeah, or it might be. Maybe, maybe she got, maybe she got run over and kind of like, um, you know, just last like, breath. Oh, fucking get that school! Those fuckers. Don't I think they don't like. Be, don't think they don't like being smacked in the head. Now, wait till I'm a ghost. Firm but fair, Chris. You know. Well, I mean, we don't know how cheeky the kids were, do we? Oh, yeah. Cheeky kid what, need, needs a deafening. Discipline ever since has gone downhill massively. I bet the grades have gone down as well. And I bet the kids are allowed to use their mobile phones in class. Yeah, in many ways, their own prospects are far worse than when, you know, when they have some sort of firm but fair teaching. So, you know, bring back punishment, that's what I say. Sexy firm but fair teaching. And, uh, and national service, yeah. Well, exactly, you know. That's what, that's what I want from a relationship. It's a bit of carrot and stick, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> Not long after the fatal accident, the students at the secondary school started hearing a koi koi sound in the hallways of their dormitories after lights out, almost like the clicking of heels on a floor. So it sounds like it's some sort of boarding school that she was in. Even worse. Yeah. That's spooky. I, mean, that's bit, I don't know. It's probably an English thing, but you would have thought they would have. Um, they wouldn't have had a mixture of. Um, Sexes of um, you know boys and girls in in a um, I don't there were mi- there are mixed mixed out. boarding schools aren't they but they just keep them separate yeah yeah that's true you just put them in different dormitories didn't you? obviously yeah fair enough um, okay and another tale she's a very stylish woman who loved to wear high heel shoes which mm. was a look but she was also said to be a very wicked teacher who would flog her students every chance she got sounds but like the know, first story on. yeah. <laughs> Some said she was a sadist and used to teach her as an excuse to inflict extreme pain and torture whenever she pleased. I can't imagine that ever happened. Can you, Chris? What? I can't Each imagine. Corporal punishment as an excuse to take out their own... Uh, yeah, under- I mean, very much in the same way that I can't imagine people 
uh, who abuse children going for jobs where they work solely with children with very little oversight. Can't see it happening. Well, can't, can't be. No. Couldn't be a case. Yeah, no, there is that. Um, again, I would think that most teachers who used corporal punishment, which we don't have in the UK anymore, I think they're still allowed to do it technically in private schools, but I don't think they do. But it was banned in the early 80s, wasn't it? And I would imagine... But no, well, I don't know. But anyway, around that time. Yeah. But um, I would imagine that they had been through it themselves and were, again, like we discussed previously, quite damaged from the experience. And then, yeah. you know, like people who are bullied. Like justifying uh, it and saying, oh, well, it's normal and it's what I It happened to me, yeah. So um, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's like kind of getting. getting building. It's um, mis. Misplaced I, anger, isn't it, really? Yeah, or just, you know, I had to put up with it so everyone else should have to as well. Which is a terrible way to look at the world. Yes, you know, try and step outside yourself and think more objectively. We can all do better. Did you um, enjoy it? No, then don't do it to someone else. Quite simple. But did it do you good? No, because I'm here hitting kids. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, but in this one, so she's a sadist and she's using a teacher to restrict the vote. Um, but the students, mm-hmm. this is a bit they rebel. They're not going to take it anymore, Chris. Oh, good. Tired of the school manager fellow to reprimand her. They decided to take matters in their own hands. Did they, oh, play, did they play another brick in the wall by... Uh, by Pink Floyd, yeah. By Pink Floyd while they were rebelling. And then Madame Koi Koi, a single tear rolled down her face. <laughs> and, um, and a, a ghost big cartoon hammer hit her. And he, he and he healed the world. Uh, no, that's not what happened. Um, they, uh, as she was leaving the school, they cornered her, gagged her so she wouldn't scream, and beat her to death. Ah, there you go. Well, really, I, think, I mean, they didn't mean to. It was just hijinks. Went a bit too far. Yeah, lived by the beatings. Um, discipline, Chris. Well, I mean, you would say in this instance, um, the discipline didn't work, or it wasn't firm enough, maybe. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if they had if they had broken arms, they couldn't have hit her. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Or possibly even amputated arms, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if they'd all been in comas. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I believe so, that you could you can still you can still learn when you're asleep, can't you? Just you can learn in a wheelchair. Just put all the kids in medically induced comas when they don't need to be in there, do the lessons, and then um, probably stop the much, and then shot of adre- shot of adrenaline in the heart when it's exam time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a bit of muscle atrophy, but that'll yet again help with them not beating teachers to death. Got a boring office job. Um, I don't need it. I don't need any muscles anymore. Do you? No, I haven't walked for six years. Like <laughs> <laughs> my feet have turned black, but I assume that's normal. That's um, all right. That just, that just that just means they're growing. Yeah, exactly. I assume they're just, you know, some new ones will come out of the chrysalis that's forming. Um, <laughs> like beautiful butterflies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the only more pure and, and beautiful than before. Um, yeah, so then they realised what they've done and threw her body over the school's back fence. <laughs> in hopes of making witnesses think the damage was caused by an arm By what? I don't. I don't know what the plan was there to make so, it look like it was damaged well, by probably, what. If they throw her over the fence, then it looks like it's happened outside, and therefore right. robbed by someone else. Um, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I don't think. Or just anim- could be animals. Animals could you know, have done it. Such kids, they just panicked, didn't they? You know. Yeah. What yeah, would you have done? Was Chris. You beat your teacher to death. You know. You... What did you What did you do when you beat your teacher to death, Bill? Um, well, I just started digging, but um, you know, to try to try and get yourself to Australia. <laughs> I was like that fella from Goodfellas. It's like, oh, you think I haven't buried a body before? No, no. Um, yeah, digging to try and get myself down through down under. Try and warn them of the American threat. Let's put them in the incinerator, but but we didn't have an incinerator. It's not that kind of school. No, just don't know. Put them in a put them in one of those big oil barrels that you get the beans in or something. (laughs) Don't know. Who knows, Neil? Who knows? In the heat of the moment, you're all adrenaline up because you've beaten death, a stylish, sadistic teacher. You know, pop her over the fence. (laughs) It's a plan, isn't it? It's not a good plan, but it's something. Onto the Basvik playing fields. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, so and they would, have, they would have believed you too. Oh, yeah, they would have done. Yeah. It's so, like gradually every student, except the one who hit her with the shoe, I don't, doesn't recall it saying it hit her. <laughs> there we go. Apparently she was hit with her shoe as well, Chris. Her um, shoe, her stylish shoe. Well, what would have, I would think so. You're not thematically very coherent otherwise. Um... So all of them disappearing, and he constantly keeps telling everyone what he and the others have done, and he, he could hear the sound of high heels clacking around his hostel every night. It's all gone a bit Edgar Allan Poe now. Mm. Um, and he believed that meant she was coming for him, but nobody believed him. I mean, to be honest with you, if he's constantly telling everyone that he's murdered his teacher, I'm surprised that the police haven't been involved at this point. I don't know. So maybe they were right to just fling her over the fence, to be honest with you. Probably, you know. <laughs> there might have been a bit less affair in the outskirts yeah. of Lagos. Fish to fry, to be honest with you. Um, anyway, one bigger, night... Bigger bribes to take. Yeah. <laughs> Go out and find out where the sound was coming from. However, he was beaten to death and his body was found the morning after. I mean, fair enough. If it was yeah. Matt Boyko. So the school was shut down and all the kids were transferred to new schools... And then they went and spread the ledger to the new schools and she walks the halls of hostels at night, tormenting students and causing anyone who looks at her to disappear. Oh. So so that's so that would explain why it spreads in Nigeria. So that, that's what's been around in Nigeria. And then it goes down into Ghana, where they have a similar legend where a teacher, nothing about her being abusive or anything, but she's just turning touching at a school and this time the students are really troublesome. Oh, dear. Um, and she's chasing them around all the time, trying to bring them to order. And then one day she chased the boy across the street, probably leave it alone at that point, <laughs> waving one of her shoes in the air as she went, again. But like, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, so I do, like, they, when, like, when, like when they took down Saddam Hussein, exactly. and like, uh, who was a, didn't like some press member throw a shoe at George Bush or something. Yeah, because apparently that's real disrespect or something. Yeah, like. hitting someone with, like hitting a picture of someone with a shoe. Because you, you're like, whatever's on the bottom of my shoe, I think is the implication. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of very wealthy people pay good money for a good shoeing, don't they? By well, um, by yeah. a sexy lady in heels, exactly. He would pay top dollar for that kind of treatment. So, kind uh, of you'd know. Um, anyway, she's chasing this boy across the street, waving yeah. his around in the air, Bang. you know, limping because she's got one shoe and one shoe off. Um, didn't she, had, she, had, she had one of them was a built up shoe, yeah, knocked down and killed. And her red high heel shoe just you know bing, into the air, one assumes, and never came down, never came down. No, it just went straight up to heaven and uh, and went and met God and now lives with Jesus. 
And it's decided. And God, God, where's the shoe? And he yeah. came, of course, he came and down to earth to find, to find who this cabinet of curios. He came, didn't he come, and something. Didn't he come down and, uh, go around and try and see who the shoe fits? Like in, yeah. uh, Cinderella. Yeah. I believe that's where that story comes from, from the Bible. Exactly. And then he, then he took her up to, up to heaven. Uh, I married her and the ugly sisters were really annoyed. The end. Right. The- scores. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, to be honest. So apparently her ghost is said to appear in classrooms in the form of a single red shoe. While a voice screams out, where's my shoe? That's big, you know. <laughs> ghost turns up as a shoe. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, a little less imaginative in Guyana than they are in uh, in Nigeria, I'll, you know. Guyana or Ghana? Ghana, sorry, excuse me. Uh, Ghana. Um, that reminds um, me of the early 90s uh, cartoon called Hammer Man, which was... MC yeah. Hammer as a superhero, yeah. and he had a big hammer, and he had, but his shoes uh, had personalities and talked. Yeah, and wasn't he biblically themed? It was like a holy man of some description. I, I don't know, probably. Yeah, probably. I don't. It was. It was during that period where Channel Four would buy kind of weird cartoons from America, cheap. Yeah. cheap because they were cheap. So you had Kid and Play's cartoon. We had uh, a cartoon called Pro Stars which starred Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo Johnson. And they I mean, used... I play were kind of cartoon characters already, really, weren't they? Oh, I don't know. House part... Well, back to school, you know, it's a 15, I think. And it's got Karen Parsons in it, who played Hillary in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and she's very attractive. Well, there you go. Anyway, look, supposing a demonic shoe turns up in your classroom, Chris, what are right. you going to do? What am I going to do? If you come across that, you're supposed to run and scream, Madam High Heel. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. I think we might be losing something in translation here. Um, so the story is since... We meant to run and warn people, that basically says, doesn't it? Oh, that's true, yeah. It's just in case somebody might see a shoe that is not actually corporeal. Yeah. Or however you describe that. So that would be frightening, wouldn't it? So you make, The shoe yeah. turns up. I mean, that's... But, I mean, that's... That's that's gold dust for pranking, isn't it? Yeah. In in uh, Ghanaian schools. Go, ah, yeah. Exactly. Just do that. <laughs> Not really. Oh. Uh, look at this. Look at this rubber pencil. Oh, that's funny, isn't it? Um, I'll tell you what. Those. Do you remember though? Did you ever buy any of those toy pranks when you were a kid? Yeah, some. Fucking shit, weren't they? Uh, yeah. Name a good one. So like. Plastic dog poo, that's not fooling anyone. No, I've had one of them, definitely. Fake cigarettes. Yeah, they're fun. They kind of put off them. You're not convincing anyone you're smoking a fucking snout. (laughs) Yeah, but you felt like like your your mum, if you were me. (laughs) Fuck off. No, there was all, yeah. There's um, (laughs) something like, what was it, like tiny mouse traps in something? Like in a chewing gum? A chewing gum, but they weren't yeah. powerful enough to actually... No, but they could make people start if only it looked like a proper chewing gum pack. Which they never did. No. Like, the other one was one that would turn your mouth blue, but then it would just yeah. be like really fake. Itching powder? Would, yeah, itch, itching powder, to be fair. Well, they used to make it out of glass. That was quite good. <laughs> Fiberglass, so it get, so it actually entered your body. Fiber, fiberglass and heavy metals. Yeah, but, uh, 
And, it's, like, uh, yeah, it's like poisoned your blood. Yeah. And, oh, God, what was the... Um... Whoopee cushions, obviously. No, stink bombs. They were quite good. Oh, I don't well, think I ever had stink bombs. You see, yeah. I, liked, I liked pranks, but I didn't like pranks that would, you know, be too, you know, too oh, unpleasant. Yeah. Don't, don't upset somebody. No. Nah. No, that's what they used to do around my school. He's like, some kids think it'd be funny to shove a stink bomb in a window before somebody closes it. Oh. And they, and they close it, you see? We used to um, we used to have uh, an RE teacher who was quite old, and I won't name her, but um, in in the classroom you had like a walk-in cupboard which had all the textbooks and stuff in, and um, she, <laughs> shouldn't laugh, but people constantly locked her in it when she went in to get stuff. The, thing is, the sort of thing you do when you kick is you're a bit cruel, aren't you? you just well, I didn't do it, but um, but what yeah. we but people would just start chanting, lock her in the cupboards. And she, who's saying that? She'd get really annoyed and stamp her feet. Um, but it got so bad that they had to install a phone and she kept food in the cupboard. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is quite funny. <laughs> just lock her in the cupboard and everyone just fuck off. <laughs> Uh, kids. That's terrible, but it's quite funny. It's comprehensive school for you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good um, Right, anyway. Madam no, went to, went to I bet she of... haunts that school now. <laughs> fucking monster, you look like. <laughs> Getting a ghost locked in covers. <laughs> so this is spread around to Cameroon, Ghana, Tanzania. Yeah. Rwanda, Zambia, and then through South Africa, different versions. But the um, and the children, you know normally be around haunting schools with activities ranging from opening school doors, singing, whistling, attacking people in the toilets or bathroom. Or Zambia is my favourite African country. Which one is that? Zambia. Zambia. Because mm. um, Chongo's from there. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I want to go there at some point. Yeah. Go to Lusaka and that. See Victoria Falls. Yeah. Lovely. Difficult to get to. Can't get there direct. You have to go to the UAE or something and change flights. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of having a bit of a problem with um, flights at the moment because I've become more increasingly carbon footprint aware. Mm. I'm kind of like, uh, can I justify getting flights for holidays and stuff anymore? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, because I've not, I've not been abroad for a good few years. Yeah, three I'm years sure. I haven't. Yeah, but at least that. And but yeah, I do. Yeah, I kind of would like to go away again. But yeah, you do kind of think. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? And I don't know. Is is driving less ecologically bad than flying? Probably is, isn't it? Good than flying, that I would have thought so. Although, yeah, if all of you, I don't know how that would pan out. But yeah, I think driving, and also there's ways you can. I mean, I don't know if you could. You probably aren't going to get an electrical vehicle the way that that sort of thing, but in the future maybe. But um, and I've looked yeah. at carbon offsetting, but that seems to be a bit of a scam. So I don't know. It's tricky morally what to do because, really I, because I'm, but then yeah. you know I'd like to visit the Americas because I've never been. But then you know I can't exactly get a steamboat over. Do you know what I mean? I think you just got to have a bit of a balance. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's kind of yeah. yeah I don't, don't know. I mean, to, know. to be honest. Me flying somewhere once every few years is doing less damage than people who fly constantly for business or, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, for unnecessary meetings. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. 
Got to find, yeah, got to work it out somehow. Because I don't really want to be stuck here forever. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. No, there'd be away some stuff. So we get we bring ourselves on to uh, Pinky Pinky. Pinky um, Pinky. South African version. So what's interesting is they've expanded on it quite a bit. So the Pinky Pinky is a creature that is part human, part animal. All right. Part man, part woman. Mm. Very modern. on a in school toilets. <laughs> and I'm reading, I am reading out the Wikipedia page here, verbatim. Mm-hmm. And threatening to rape girls if they wear pink underwear. Right, well. Invisible to girls, but invisible to boys who experience its presence through a slap or a scratch on the cheek. I mean, t- South Africa... You've Afri- taken South- quite a nice little urban legend there and made it very dark. South Africa does have uh, some issues with violence, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. In some of the townships. High crime rates and stuff, as I understand. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've not been or, or know too much about it. But, uh, yeah, no, I know I've met some people from South Africa before, and, yeah, I think there's... It's, yeah, it's quite like horrific crimes. Yeah. In kind of Joburg and stuff. <laughs> Inequalities and poverty and what have you. So, yeah, um, and also just kind of the um, cultural sort of, I guess, memory slash legacy of having apartheid. Yeah. You know, don't don't be surprised if people are going to be a bit fucked up for a few generations after you've segregated them off and treated them as second class citizens. And no, absolutely. It'll take absolutely. it'll take a while for that to wash out. You would think. So I'm just looking at um, some other facts around Manukoko because, to be honest with you, it's one of those ones where it's spread around quite a lot, but there's not there's not an awful lot around it. Um, so just you know, a few hints and tips for you, Chris, if you don't want to, uh, you know, you maybe you find yourself. Well, you know that I always wear pink panties, so I yeah. mean that's obviously. I don't want a victim shame, but you're asking for it, really, aren't you? Well, I am, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not changing it. They're just more comfortable. Bit of pinky, pinky action. Um, get it where you can. They're saying don't wear, don't get out of bed at night, and don't wear the colour red to sleep. So you'll want to be doing both of those things, presumably, Chris. Well, I dread you, as you know, I wear a, a red teddy bear onesie, my for for sleep with the, my pink knickers on. Yeah, absolutely. It's the only thing I can sleep in. And you're always you're always wandering around, accidentally stumbling into people like me. Yeah, yeah. Even though, yeah, I I slip, I sleepwalk the mile or so to your house. Yeah, I mean, I mean climb, through the, climb over the fence in the back garden and through the skylight. <laughs> I don't remember any of it now. I'm sleepwalking. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Get an Uber, sleep Uber. <laughs> Five star rating, very good. Sleep small talk <laughs> with the Uber driver. <laughs> Lovely. Talk about sleep football, sleep holidays, sleep Brexit. <laughs> oh, is it, is the, the Uber driver, I imagine, is up for a bit of that. Give him some sleep tip. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I think I don't remember. I've been told it's all right. That's what you know. That's what the star rating tells me. Yeah, presumably that's just what. Yeah, that's just the feedback that you've gotten from your app. I have. Yeah. 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 Best. Very engaged. Very engaging. <laughs> yeah. For, for a person who's asleep, they're very engaging. Very engaging. Some some interesting views. 
knows his football <laughs> was only sick twice with <laughs> five stars. <laughs> I think you'd lose a star for each of those, to be honest with you. Nah. I no, I don't think so. Still, I've never actually been in there either. I have. I've been in a few. I've got five stars. They don't as well then, do they? Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Yeah, because if you get low, if your star rating goes down, and people just don't pick you up. Yeah, it's like that, black, like that Black Mirror episode where Pete, everyone had star ratings. Yeah, and they, well, they tried to launch a social media app that did something similar, didn't they? It was like you'd rate other people, and then it got a massive load of uh, blowback. And then they, I'm not surprised. It. That's horrible. No, exactly. So somebody pointed out that it was psychotic. No, it's fun. It's a great way to engage with our. Incentivize people to not be knobs. Um, but yeah, of course, because people will not score fairly or consistently on these things. It'll be more around, you know, what you believe in and all that sort of nonsense. Oh, it's, anyway. just, abs- it's just an absolute nightmare, isn't it? Doing that kind of thing. But... Well, we're sleepwalking into that society anyway, Chris. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm quite good at sleepwalking, so I'll be all right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> sleepwalking. Yeah. <laughs> right. So... I think that pretty much about all we can say about what else shouldn't I do apart from not walk around and not wear my red teddy bear onesie and pink knickers Um, do you want to make some stuff up because that's about all that's on the table oh is that Um, all that's there yeah just don't don't wear red basically just gonna what's um, it is it because it reminds her of her shoes yeah it reminds her of when she was living and then would get involved with stuff I mean presumably don't wear like um, bright red lipstick oh Um, but it it makes my blue eyes pop yeah, exactly. Don't play the single 99 Red Balloons. That's my favourite song. Yeah, you know. I like German 80s pop. Um, I what that had to do with... Um, it's probably really obvious if you listen to the lyrics, but um, isn't it something to do with nuclear war or something? Or yeah, it is, yeah. Don't, yeah, apparently, but I don't know what. Um, don't listen to the rapper Red Man, presumably. Yep. Or Method Man and Red Man, which would be a shame. I'm very particular of the entire Wu Tang Clan, to be honest with you. Really? Why is that? Because I. Um, so what else? So don't post any letters in in mailboxes. No, not, no, not UK red mailboxes, obviously. No, no, don't do that. Don't uh, answer the back phone. <laughs> oh no! Don't yeah, or the. Um... The phone, what was it they used to call it? The hotline between the US and Russia. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, don't get your insurance from direct line, which is an anthropomorphic red phone, I believe. So there's a lot you're not meant to do. It's a, it's a minefield. I'm not surprised how many people are getting killed up by this uh, mystery um, hermaphrodite. Well, it goes back to what we said at the start, you know, it's the ghost etiquette, you know. Manners are different wherever you go, or and, and in the afterlife, apparently they're different still. So you don't know you don't know your uh, way around. You get yourself into some trouble. So uh, is that a clumsy attempt to thematically tie up this episode? <laughs> All right. So uh, for uh, this week, I have laid on the floor a. Nine meter by nine meter grid, all with separate numbers in, and I'm going to be scoring this based on which number my cat goes and sits on. So uh, hopefully, I'll be able to engage the power of the cat magic 
to come up with some reasonable scores. So, spookiness. Cats are well-trained creatures. They are very well-trained. Spookiness, so I'll go first. So... Uh, so it's a good, it's a good kids spooky story, isn't it? Like, well, there's, oh, there used to be a teacher who worked here, and if you see this, then that happens, and then you're worried you're going to see it, and all that kind of business. Yeah, yeah. It's like a good, it's a good like kids story. Um, you know, uh, kind of in a, I mean, it's gone really far, <laughs> surprisingly far. Um, and I don't know why that is because it's crossed languages, you know, uh, different cultures. I made it all the way from kind of northwest Africa down to the very southern what tip. Chance, sometimes the simple ones just go go furthest. Could be. Could be. Do you reckon it is a football chant? Yeah. About the red lady or something. <laughs> where's your shoe? Where's your fucking shoe? Where's your fucking shoe? Uh, apparently the vuvuzela is um, used to ward off uh, pinky pinkies that's what I heard Um, I believe that wasn't just an annoying noise I believe that was on a BBC thing where they were looking into Garth Crooks looking into South African football before the 2008 World Cup probably I don't know when it was 2006 maybe 98 no, it's France 98, wasn't it? Yeah. Who France. knows? Who knows? At least the stadiums are not being used now. Um, <laughs> well, we've been with all World Cups, stroke Olympics on the whole. Yeah. Although we do, we kind of got away with it in the UK, London didn't we? did all right. I mean, we've had to do things like rent them to football clubs and stuff. But yeah, to be fair, they, they did put some yeah. ones. But whether it was value for money is a very different story. But uh, there you Well, go. you know, cool Britannia, isn't it? It's Don't worry about it. Lots of money, Chris, so that's nice, isn't it? Lovely. Lovely. Lovely bit of scratch with a cock, please. Oh, yeah. I'm going to spend mine on bow bells. Don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what yeah. I spend it on. Pearly, what, what do, uh, is it to pearly kings have buttons all over them or badges? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know, uh, buttons, I believe, but I'm not yes. sure. Yes, yeah. spread it all on buttons, lovely. Buttons to stick on you. And that's buttons, buttons, not the American buttons, which we call badges. So buttons as in, you know, to do up a shirt or something. So uh, spookiness, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good kid story. It's um, It's got a couple of different things that happened. One, a couple, you know... It seems the prevalent tale is she was hit by a car. But, you know, the other tale is she was beaten to death by a student. <laughs> so I uh, just just lobbed her over a wall. Um, I mean, it's got... I mean, the South African one's quite dark, to be honest. It's kind of it's like yeah. maybe maybe taking it a bit far. Horrifically um, dark. <laughs> horrifically yeah. dark. Um but yeah, I don't know. You know. If you've got corporal punishment and stuff, I you know haven't grown up with that, but presumably kids have over there. Um, yeah, I mean it's all right. So, and schools when they're empty, quite spooky, aren't they? Um, I guess. Uh, really, to be honest with you, I, I, used, no. to, I used to clean uh, my school. I used to do that for a bit of extra money. The word, the spookiest thing around that was so. 
I, I, my round was normally reasonably okay, just mop like the floors and all the rest of it. Mm. But then in the summer, I had to sort of come in and get all the chewing gum off of the floors and then just buff these floors until they were really shiny. And then just seeing kids come in and like within literally half an hour, the entire thing was just like the same as it'd ever been. Yeah. And, you know, three Busy work, isn't it? Yeah, waste of time. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, it's not spectacular, but um, I'm going to give it a spookiness of five. Neil, you go. Yeah. That's not... where my cat's at, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you know, they're the, hey, again, objectively, so, uh, yeah, I mean, the pinky pinky stuff is not, is more horrific and horrible than a, than, than spooky. Um, but the, the, there's a nice little story, as you say, for the um, the general thing. So just yeah, go with the kind of like um, the abusive teacher that that sort of dies and then swears um, unfair kind of retribution on the students. Um, yeah, like we're finally the, rid of her, and then she comes back yeah, as a ghost. Then, oh, fucking hell! Now I've become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. There you go. Bit Star Wars for you. Um, Is that a Portillo quote? Yeah, Portillo <laughs> quote. In Saudi Arabia. It's when he when he's had a few too many and he starts um, revealing more of himself than he should. Um, Takes his tartan trousers off. <laughs> There's Rupert the Bear's scarf. Bear, yeah, oh. <laughs> handsy Rupert the Bear. Um, no, yeah, it, it, I mean, there's not there's not much in this around what actually kind of like what happens if somebody stumbles across it. Well, they said it like slap the cheek and stuff like that. I mean, it would be weird and a bit spooky, but it's not other than... Or, that or a raping, apparently. Yeah, it would be a Then let's get very far too specific. So I was just thinking as I was saying that, you know, I'd maybe best left to the imagination if you can yeah. go down that territory. So, yeah, no, nice, yeah, nice and spooky, but nothing major. So, yeah, I'll probably go with a five as well. Okay. Believability, Neil. You the can go first. Um, yeah, I mean, again, to be honest with you, what's quite clever is they've said it in schools. And as I was talking on one of our previous episodes um, about, you know, the, the Amityville, we used to talk about that when I was a kid. Um, you know, and these are the kind of things that fuel your imagination when you're a child. So actually, I'm going to, you know, I, I, do I believe in this myself? No, not really. But actually setting it in schools and setting it with a kid, you can imagine it's the sort of thing that would, um, you know, set the rumours amongst you. When you're at school, there's all sorts of um, silly rumours that go around. Um, when you can and a telephone them. game. Exactly, yeah. There's there's all sorts of uh, you know the daft stuff, and you kind of half believe it, especially when you're quite young. So, yeah, I think I think I'm going to um, go up a bit on this one, um, just because I think it probably it would be something that probably did spread around classrooms and sort of like you know, if somebody did play a prank where there was suddenly a red shoe peered out of nowhere, you probably would shoot mm. it. Um, so I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, so I mean, it's one of those which we've all probably had where you hear rumours about stuff happening in other schools. Like, my mate says that this happens in his brother's school, that kind of thing. Um, you know, it's... And, you know, like with uh, the Gorbals vampire, um, you know, although I would say that these kids aren't as tough as uh, the... Um, if you the, are. The kids, the kids of the Gorbals, because they're not going out hunting yeah. to, to kill the woman... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to hit it with a car jack. Um, yeah, so I imagine if you're a kid, then it is quite believable and scary. I think school's probably quite scary if teachers are knocking you about, like, you know. Um, 
And yeah, it's the rumour mill, isn't it? It's the kids' rumour mill that, that we all, we can all recognise from school. You know, nothing ever happened in your school, but it always happened in the next school over kind of thing. So do I believe that in the ghosts coming back and doing all these horrible things? Probably not. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to give it a solid five again for believability because I think it is probably, the kids probably do believe it because, you know, kids be kids. So, Reach, well, I've not heard of it before. Well, I have heard of it, but I've specifically looked into Urban Legends, but um, people probably haven't heard of it. But, and it doesn't say when it started. Sounds like about the 60s. Yeah, so it's probably 50 years old. But, I mean, the Reach going all all across, it basically sounds like across all of sub-Saharan Africa, basically, which is huge. Right, it doesn't sound like there's been any film. Has there been any films or anything, Neil? Not that I could see of. No, no. So, um, well, there no, we go. There's a, take that to a production company. Um, so it hasn't got any films or anything. It's a proper urban legend, word of mouth one. But I mean, it sounds like it's you know half a billion people have probably heard of it. So it's big. It's a big urban edge. It's not gone global, but it has, you know, pretty much spread over a continent. So I'm going to give it an eight. Yep. So um, similar kind of logic, to be honest with you. It's I think some of the ones we, we do are kind of like quite a bit bigger in terms of they'll go over, you know, centuries or, or, or worldwide or things like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's obviously spread quite far. So it's going to have it's got you know, a massive reach for Africa. So that's a seven for me. Seven. Nice. And narrative premise, Neil, you can go yeah. first. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. I mean, there's not loads to this, but obviously you've got a couple of variations. I mean, I'm going to, as much as I enjoyed the uh, pink, pink, as a, as a, on a, you know, as, the way as a that, name, <laughs> I didn't like the uh, the narrative of that, frankly, it's a bit no. awful. So, too much. But yeah, it's too much. You, you're laying it on too thick. It's too, you've too much chilli in the pot. So, um you yeah, but no, the the idea that I think as we were saying, you know, you've got a horrible teacher who then sort of passes away or well, I suppose there's two elements, isn't there? You've got you've got the one where she gets killed but comes back and haunts the students and that feels really unfair. Or mm-hmm. there's the um, you know, that kind of I know what you did last summer thing where Yeah, we did it by accident. We only <laughs> if only I'd kicked you in the head a few times less. <laughs> uh, you know, so you've got your own guilt to contend with. Those are both quite nice sort of um, narrative streams. It's quite a nice thing to hook on. And I think the fact that it's gone, obviously it's had so many retellings through schools because it must have, you know, it's it's got a nice sort of deep narrative. Well, it's got, a, it's got a nice hook into it, basically. So there's not a lot in terms of um, story, et cetera, but it's just, it's just quite a nice kind of thing to hook stuff on. And I can imagine all sorts of embellishments coming out from various different parts where people are telling it. So on that basis, I'm going to give it another seven. Another seven. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a good, solid narrative for uh, for a kid's, you know, what are they scared of the most? Teachers that hit them, probably, you know, and one... Com- Generally quite scary, you know. <clears throat> yeah, and what, and, you know, one of them dies and then comes back even worse. Or they do what probably the kids dream of doing, which is give them a kick in, and then it dies and then comes back and kills them all. So it's like, you know, it's a good one. Um, I like the fact that she's specifically sexy. I'd like to meet her. 
Um, that is, I mean, the fact that she's stylish or sexy seemed, I mean, that's, what's that in there for? The dads? Like, it doesn't seem to be really part of, part of the, I mean, part, I can, that doesn't seem a necessary part of the story unless it's don't, don't trust people who are, um, don't trust people who are overly sexy. Which you know. Oh, well, I imagine let's say you you know you're all kids, you're of a certain age. Then there's that mm. expression, isn't there? Because it's like you're halfway between finding teachers. It's like there's a, I don't know, uh, what's the word? Um, you're just you know you're you're going through some changes in your life. You're starting to. Oh, know, I can't wait till I do. It's <laughs> sort of like you know quite attractive and all the rest. Have of you it. got your pubes yet? Um, I've got three. Three. That's all right. It's three more yeah. than me. Um, yeah, I guess so. There's that. Um, yeah, I only really ever fancied one teacher at school. Uh, pretty, pretty slim pickings, but uh, <laughs> that's another story for another time. Um, yeah, oh, so... Huh? Yeah, that, the one which I'd like is the one who uh, kept getting locked in the cupboard, obviously. That's uh, <laughs> what so you, you basically were just, yeah, you... It was like, yeah, it was like it was flirting um, right. with an eighty-year-old RE teacher. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's done. It's it's a good like the the narrative isn't great, but the premise is very good. I'd say it's yeah. a good strong one. Um, I'm going to give it six, which gives us. An overall total of forty nine. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. It's um, it's been yeah. It'd be like it's it's uh, selling like hotcakes. Nice, isn't it? It's done very well. Um, so if you uh, if you have a version of the well, a less horrific version of the Pinky Pinky, I don't want to hear anything that's worse than worse than that, really, or the Koi Koi. In your part of the world, um, you know, get in touch. Uh, erg, U-R-B, dot legends at gmail.com. And um, please remember, next time you're back in school for whatever reason, maybe you're, um, maybe you're cleaning it like Neil here, or maybe it's a parent-teacher night, or maybe you're listening to this and you're young, which um, I would suggest not to do. Uh, and you see a red, sexy red stiletto appear on the desk. Don't have nightmares or an erection. They run away shouting, Miss High Hill is coming. Exactly. And that's it from this week's Urban Legend. Koi koi. I love it.